Romancing the Dungeon is intended for mature audiences, as this show contains adult themes, but not like those kind of adult themes, just sensitive stuff that some audience members may find upsetting. Content warnings for specific episodes can be found in episode descriptions. You're listening to Romancing the Dungeon, a softcore D&D podcast about heroes navigating their daily lives while looking for love in a world full of peril, monsters, and heartbreakers. Previously on Romancing the Dungeon. Marty, good to see you all in one piece. Barry Crankshaw here for the Giggle Shower Times. Can you comment on what happened exactly inside the temple? Barry, nice to see you. Hope the wife and kids are great. Yeah, no, it is exactly what you have heard outside. I am so happy to report that Hephaestus, Via, Agelius, and Ivan, alongside their majesty, King Dravis, the one, the king, really gave that Dracohydra quite the pounding. It was a bit of, and a bit of, just absolutely brought me back to the glory days. Are Robin Roberts in the Daily Gale? Is there any truth rumors that the campus annual protests are linked? Misty Step fired Gail Shire Gazette. Mr. Morrowindsey, will you acknowledge the enchanted flame fields you endorsed have been responsible for a spate of grease fires across the kingdom? Come 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 on, come in here. I got no comments. No comment now. Cleric. Are you lonely, miserable, or just plain horny? Well, you've taken the first steps to solving your problems. At least your dating ones. Welcome to D8. Devoted, desired, dreamier journey. Dapper dates for dejected daters. My name is Roz Grapers. Founder, CEO, and love wizard. And apparently, some folks are upset I didn't stay to help against the Draco Hydra. But I was, and I, I don't like to talk about my achievements. It's why I'm so humble. To a fault, some folks say. But I was busy saving orphans and stray dogs. And, oh, oh, uh, tell them, little girl. Um, why does the room stink of cigarettes and desperation? Oh, yeah, the cat lady, Roz, she totally saved me and my big brother from... from... Roz? Roz, what's this word? I, I, I can't read the script. Script? Why, these are your own words, little girl. Now, shoo, go play in the fields and have some child food. 
What about my six gold pieces? Scram, you little brat. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> tell me something you're proud of. Well, Miss G, um, I'm, I'm proud of the city and the guards that came to its aid. And more than anything else, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of my friends. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, God, oh, Dave. Hephaestus, <laughs> what are you, what, what are you, what are you? Oh, Ivan, oh, oh, oh. I'm not even going to ask the last one. Ah, <laughs> oh, kid, I kid, I, I'm sure somewhere along the lines you've done something you're proud of, Hephaestus. Well, yeah, you know, I've really made my way in the world all on my own, you know, um, didn't you burn through your savings in a month within the city? That's a feat some people can't manage. Don't you owe like six months back rent on your apartment? Uh, Didn't you? Well, Nathaniel of City and McKnight? You know, we all make mistakes, Ross. Didn't you die? Proud of that one. I'm really proud of myself the last few months because, you know, I've always had my brother around to help me with everything. So I'm proud of me. How very dare you ask me a question like that? Pride is a sin. Oh, so is lust. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? I'm just imagining how big your pride is. <laughs> oh, Why is your tail standing on end? <laughs> Allergic reaction. <laughs> Can I go? Why is the door locked? <laughs> it's been two days since the incident at the Semple of Accolade where the heroes of Galeshire, Fia Burbage, Ivan of the Forgotten Vale, Hephaestus Henderson and Ajalius Steele, alongside the king, his trusted aide, Marigold Wilver III, and the city's guards took on a Dracohydra and four automatons in the visage of the old legendary heroes of Galeshire. In that time, there has been rumour and speculation rife throughout the city, and it's it's starting to extend beyond it. Villages and towns are hearing about the attack. The rumors that you all hear within the palace walls, out and about in the city, range from it was a magical mishap, potential attack from the neighboring kingdom of Visage, that it was ghosts, other people are more concerned with the cancellation of the Masks of Winter Gala, the royal ball held in the capital city every year at Xmas, both in celebration of the end of the year and King Dreyfus's birthday. It's kind of a catch-all party. Dreyfus has been really concerned with getting the word out that the party is still happening, that the city deserves a celebration. It deserves to know its heroes, it deserves to be proud of itself, and it deserves a good time. Two days have passed. This morning, the four of you have received word that you are to meet with King Dreyfus, Marigold, Reeti, Oren, 
as well as the diplomat from Visage, Viscount Farouk Redwing, regarding the incident. Whereas before you were sort of being questioned about the events of Tezrav, this is a chance to explain and tell what happened in the sample from your perspectives. What's everybody doing this morning before you are summoned? Are we still staying in those four dorms? Yes, it's the it's a small wing of the palace where it's uh, sort of a, a shared common space, four bedrooms. I think Hephaestus stayed in her room this morning. She's not coming out unless she has to. I'm probably sitting in a chair by the window and I'm practicing sketching flowers. Uh, I'm going to check out the rapier uh, and what sort of effect the automaton has had on it. The robot. Uh, the robot. The robot. Okay. You can give me an arcana check if you wish. AJ? I think I took a day just to gather myself, but I'm slowly getting back into a routine. And if we're allowed out, just doing, just jogging around the palace grounds. Yeah, you are. You're like, again, it is that thing of we'd rather you stay on the palace grounds, but you're not imprisoned there. You can go into the city, but it is where you go, crowds gather and it becomes a bit of a bother and a bit of a nuisance as people want to meet you shake your hand get your autograph ask you questions about your skincare and hair care routines advice on how to be a hero so on and so forth so it's just a bit of a nuisance you have privacy uh, on the palace grounds for the most part obviously servants guards all kind of like when they see you it's whispering and talking and the odd wave and smile fia staring out the window watching yes (laughs) (laughs) old habits yeah uh, I rolled a two plus one, so three. Okay. Well, a two plus a one equaling three. It's magic. Great. I think much to my playstyle, ignorance will be my power. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that thing of like you've been kind of checking it out every couple of you know mm. you check it out. Oh, that's weird. And then the next day, that's still weird. The aura from it, like that the energy that you kind of felt from it, it is dwindling. But you don't know why and you don't know necessarily what it is yeah well i think uh, even as a as a soldier i would i wouldn't say trained soldier but a you know an experienced one uh, i'm sort of looking at the blade and realizing that it's taken a few knocks now over the course of my use of it and i think nate's as well so maybe we'll look to uh nate used it to clean his toes <laughs> that's what i'm talking about oh, there's okay. sort of a there's, a, there's, there's sort there's of co- there's corrosive sort of yeah. uh, uh you know damage on, on the tip there so i shouldn't have yeah. taught him how to clean his nails with a blade <laughs> but it's great because i don't have to like sit up i can just sort of like poke from like a lying position it's great he's missing three toes <laughs> yeah so it is kind of a thing of you are all kind of in kind of little routines but not really doing much in, in a way of strenuous activity like no one is kind of like going about town or that you're very much just sticking to the the room that you're in there is a knock aj just as you kind of arrive back his royal majesty and lady wolver the third are ready and waiting for the four of you in the king's chamber um if you are ready i hop up from my chair and i go to hephaestus door and bang on i say Festa, get up. We have to go meet the king. Yeah, coming. 
I, I come out. Okay. <laughs> I do take longer than necessary. I'm literally just sitting on the edge of my bed. I'm like, five, four, three. Yeah, Hephaestus comes out still in her pajamas. No, she's dressed. Okay. There's no sign of Ivan or AJ in the common room. So, seeing that, I go to Ivan's door, knock on Ivan's door. Ivan? Yes? We have to go see the king. <sighs> okay, then. Let me put my boots on. And then I go over to AJ's door and gently knock it. It's like, um, we have to go see Dreyfus, AJ. Uh, I'm probably jumping out of the shower, uh, so or some sort of bathing thing. See, I'm going to go sweaty. Oh, Fia, great. I, oh, the king. Sorry. There was something I wanted to say to you. I'll tell you after the king. Okay. Hurry up. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> I'm telling you nothing. With a few minutes, uh, AJ, you are able to kind of freshen up, uh, change clothes. You come out and you see that the other three are kind of just lingering in that common space waiting for you. You head out uh, and outside there are two guards it's kind of stationed one always there the other one is kind of waiting to bring the four of you you've kind of started to recognize people that work within the palace these two are they're always there so an earth canassi and uh what and the earth canassi is the one bringing you to the king's chamber and it is it's some distance away from your room your wing of the palace as you kind of travel through you know there's quite a lot of activity uh, especially towards the central chambers of Gilchar Palace. There's like a lot of servants and guards carrying boxes, trees, huge tables, barrels filled with drapery. Um, there are entire uh, teams of uh, ladies' maids, uh, sort of, with clipboards uh, and checklists and supplementary lists sort of like checking inventory and running through things and it's quite what's quite one of the strange things lady wolver the third's assistant bianca you haven't seen her uh, since the sample and it's just one of those things that probably one of these jobs that she's probably doing off somewhere you're led through the central chamber down towards the kind of the heart of the palace the activity is kind of spilling here as well it's just people setting up tables and moving tables into a, a side entrance just off the great hall and there is a no entry permitted party theme surprise underline and then in parentheses this means you king dreyfus and a couple of minutes later you are standing outside the doors that aj Ivan Via, you recognize as the doors to the king's chamber where you met Dreyfus a week or so ago. There's a knock, and then from inside you hear kind of a small blast of a trumpet. And then the muffled announcing Ivan of the Forgotten Veil, Hephaesta Tenderson, Via Burbage, Night Scout Agelius Steel. And then another blast of the trumpet and the door opens at that exact moment. And where there was the raised platform the JS the King had set on previously that you first met him at, that seems to have been removed and there's actually a round table. And there are several figures that you recognize set around it. King Dreyfus in the middle, 
next to him on his left, Marigold on his right, Oren, and from there then you see Riti of the Blue Moon, a red bronze skinned tiefling man set next to Marigold, and there are five empty chairs. The hallway is lined with guards. You are ushered inside. Everybody stands when they see you. Everyone else find this a bit weird. A little bit, yes. We just get it over with, I guess. They're all just looking at us. They are at the top of the room going, why aren't they coming in? Is this just a little bit weird? Are they? <laughs> I'm just going to, Ivan's going to put his hand up and go, sorry, just, uh, are we getting another medal or what is, what is this? From where you're standing, is it the, it's about 70 feet into the room that the, the table is positioned. You just see kind of Dreyfus lean into Marigold and they're looking at you and it's like, are we, are we giving them a medal today as well? Or should, should, we have, should we have gotten a medal? Marigold, see if we get some medals somewhere. Uh, uh, <clears throat> oh yeah, there'll be medals as well. That's something we didn't forget to get just for what you did. So, so, so there's, there's, it's not just medals that we need to do some other stuff is is that right? The medals are in conjunction with the other stuff that we're looking to get uh, sorted. Are you coming to us or are we coming to you? I... Uh, he kind of goes to lift the table. <laughs> and Marigold is kind of like, how are you doing? Probably best if you... Uh, okay. Uh, she gets a bit mad if we scuff the floor with the table. And are we still waiting on these five people? <laughs> that are... There's like five seats here. Uh, well, there's four of you. Yeah, we're probably at the wall, right? Like standing. Marigold's just kind of, you just see her whole body kind of. (laughs) (sighs) Lieutenant Sebastian will be joining us momentarily. It's just insulting that they don't read my reports. (laughs) (laughs) Avesta just huffs and rolls her eyes and walks in and takes a seat uncomfortably in the very middle. When you come in, he kind of looks at you. You just sit down. I like flop down in the chair like lean back kind of a thing like not fucking interested i i walk up next anxiously like looking back at the boys looking at us and like and i as not you, yeah and sit. as you're approaching dreyfus kind of leans across the table to you Ephesa, and like in the, in the most subtle way that he possibly can he's like are you all right have you seen what's been going on are, are you aware yeah just nods i just kind of like bite my lip and nod back fair <laughs> yeah. When you're wearing this, you can't do that. <laughs> oh, Fia's here. Ah, <laughs> oh, take a seat. There's a Fia here. I just give an awkward bow and then sit beside Festa. I'll sit beside Fia, although it, it's very nervous to do so. It's it's either sit beside Fia or sit beside Sebastian. I'll sit beside Fia. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I, <laughs> I'll sit beside Sebastian then. Sebastian's not there. Well, I'll sit beside where Sebastian would sit if he okay. were here. So are you... So, so <laughs> This Fia, is very important you, now. You sat in the middle. Or did you set to... Fia, did you set to the... <laughs> Why is that so hard to say? Fia, did you sit to the left or right of Hephaestus? Right. Okay. On your right, AJ, is Oren. Okay. Oh, cool. So bag of fun. And then I'm sitting on the other side of Hephaestus. Okay. There's a space then for... There's a space... Ambassador, Riti, Marigold, King, Oren, AJ. And we go around. Yeah, so the, you all come in and, and you sit down. Marigold, well, Oren is looking incredibly cross. The the tiefling gentleman is very perplexed. Riti is like, well, oh, I she sits down too. 
Marigold clears her throat. Riti stands back up. <laughs> the king just shrugs. You're grand. And he sits down, kind of throwing his uh, cloak over the chair and then kind of awkwardly pulling it over because it's not sitting right. And <laughs> now it's bunched behind him and he's squirming. So Marigold fixes it for him. The medals will be after. We kind of want to get to the bottom of... Are you coming to the party? Y- yeah. Yeah. Are, are we invited? Well, well yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, everyone's talking about it. You're going to have to be there. You're, you're my guests. Would we have to be there? Is it required? Well, it it, it wouldn't really... You, you're the kind of the, the talk of the city, the kingdom. Mm. All eyes are on you. You don't show up for the king. Looks a bit bad. Right. We don't have to speak or anything. Oh, no, there's no speeches. Just be there. No, like literally say words. Like, I don't have to say. No, you don't have to talk to anybody. You just sit there. Food's good. Alcohol? Uh, Open bar. And no more kissing hands and shaking babies. (laughs) Oh, we've been making grave mistakes in this kingdom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Marigold writes that down, underlines it. And Marigold is like, allow me to introduce the four of you to Ambassador Viscount Farouk Redwing and the bronze-skinned tiefling gentleman in incredible finery. It's a tailored suit jacket that blends then into quite quite a long, heavy kilt and uh, he kind of just nods there's a powdered wig sitting atop his head that kind of slips as he does it and then it slips back in place because his horns are kind of holding it there pleasure there's a a hint of a polite smile on his face as he kind of just kind of nods to the four of you around the table his majesty all of us are so grateful for what you did at the temple. And while we lost some good people in the incident, hundreds, if not thousands, were spared by your actions. So thank you. Uh, thank you, Your Majesty. I would also like to acknowledge uh, your contribution to the battle. It was... Um, he starts elbowing Marigold. Uh, yeah. uh, and uh, and she's uh, visibly, like, uncomfortable. And uh, you'll, you'll have to excuse me. I'm still sort of um, finding myself... I'm, I'm still trying to get acquainted with sort of the modern tongue, but uh, I, I think the correct term is you put your full Dreyfusy into it. Oh, my Dreyfusy. <laughs> Yeah, I almost blew out my Drifusi during that one. <laughs> Am I using that right? And like, Reedy's like, yeah, yeah, I think you're using it right. Yeah, yeah, that's, yes, that's yes, what they're yes. all saying. Like that. That's the, yeah, that's what, yeah. So uh, an inspiration to, to us and your people. We should get that on mugs. Indeed, that would look quaint. <laughs> to the matter at hand, obviously... It was not intended for you to fight the... And she bites her lip. Benevolent 
and her eyes lock on the Viscount. Dracohydra. Of course, in the heat of battle, we have to often make decisions, and it was his majesty who did land the killing blow on the graceful, elegant Dracohydra. And the Viscount is just nodding. Yes, uh, of course you are all aware that the Dracohydra is the family crest for her esteemed empress, and he kind of bows, even just saying the empress. They are not particularly best pleased with your decision to dispatch the noble Dracohydra. We would have preferred, obviously, if you were able to subdue her and then perhaps return her to her native home. Was the Dracohydra, did it come from Assange? The Viscount, on hearing the question, immediately turns to Marigold. No, 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 that's um, AJ, no. Uh, there is no evidence to suggest that the expansive empire of Visage had anything to do with this. No, no, we're sim- we've eliminated that line of inquiry, of course, a very short line of inquiry, of course. The Visagians would never do anything to harm the peace held between our two established kingdoms. So we have no um, idea as to why or how the Dracohydra exploded through the bottom of the Colosseum while we were having a national event for the people and that that Dracohydra attacked the contestants, the soldiers and the citizens of the city. Minister Oren uh, kind of kind of beans across the table. We have exhausted everything. There is no evidence to suggest that the Visagians had anything to do with this. Vesta kind of sits up and leans back over the table, like, pretty aggressively, and is just like, wait, 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 so you're telling me that this great state of yours here let a beast like that get snuck in? Or is this really shitty cover (laughs) for your PR stunt gone wrong? I think what um, Miss Tenderson is trying to say, you can see that the Viscount is getting quite vexed. Have you considered um, maybe having something else for your family crest? Maybe something that isn't so easily <laughs> dispatched by a, by a human man? The Viscount stands up. I have not come here to be insulted. I am a or I felt I was a respected member invited. I can see that there are those in Galeshire who still harbor insolent, ignorant thoughts. Festa throws her hands up and she's like, whoa, 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 no, 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 look, you're cool. I don't even know who you are, I don't care. Um, I am fully blaming 
these people for this shit because either they have no idea what's going on in their city and people are trying to kill them and they're really shit at protecting everyone or that was some big fucking stunt of theirs that went wrong and half the city almost died and they're killing their own people so you're cool dude i don't really give a shit about you i give a shit about the rest of us almost getting fucking killed for what marigold's head hits the mahogany table with a very <laughs> thud and I was just asking a genuine question. I really didn't mean to offend you. And we know Sebastian did it, so. <laughs> and Dreyfus is just rubbing Marigold's back. Reedy is eating cookies. Uh, I'm just sensing a lot of enthusiasm from everybody around the table. You're positively glowing with it. That a cookie? Oh, what kind? And Dreyfus is already kind of leaning across. He's like still rubbing Marigold's back <laughs> and he's leaning across. Cinnamon cookies. Do do you have biscuits? <laughs> biscuits. Sorry, you said they were cinnamon cookies. <laughs> Get out! <laughs> you can't get inspiration because you already have inspiration. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> yeah. So Dreyfus is. Comforting Marigold and reaching for a cookie. Reedy's passing around a paper bag. The Viscountess is just standing there, kind of listening and kind of very confused. And Marigold just kind of leans back. For the first time since you've met her and you've encountered her quite a lot over the last, what, two months that you've been in the city, the face has cracked. Um, that usually... Finally, I got her. <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> it is just that thing of like, she's usually so composed. Yes, Ajalius, your report. She clicks her fingers and a guard just moves from a side of the wall and he has a chest and he opens it. The King Oren... Sister Riti and I have reflected on your report, and this really was what we were hoping to speak to the four of you about. Viscount, if you... And she gestures to the seat, and she's going to roll to persuade. That works. He sits, but he his elbows are firmly on the table, and he is very tense. Ajelius, your report points the finger at Sebastian, a senior member of His Majesty's Royal Guard. What evidence do you have? It's not just one report. It's a series of reports dating upwards to two months back, starting with the escort of the heroes of Tezrab to the city. I believe it was Lieutenant Sebastian's plan to use decoys, building up the fervor around these heroes and the obvious conclusion there is to build up such mania and then to unleash chaos. The other evidence is an eyewitness report from myself, not necessarily a senior member, but a trustworthy one. Yeah, you are pretty trustworthy. Yeah, 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 he is. And Dreyfus is kind of gesturing to everybody else. Yeah, he's a good lad. Um, with all due respect, from the time since I've known AJ, he, all he's ever wanted is what's best for Galeshire. I, I do have one idea, actually, uh, that might solve this. You have that ring that makes you tell the truth. Just put the ring on him and ask him. He can't lie, then. Happily. Um, you too, I think. Put the other one on Sebastian. Ask him anything you want. 
We can, uh, if you are comfortable. 100%. And when Sebastian arrives... Suspicious that he's not here. <laughs> noted. Um, we can... And again, she just kind of looks over at a guard, another guard kind of fumbles through a doorway and comes back a few moments later with a small little box and a ring is presented to you, AJ, to put on your finger. In your report, Night Scout Steel, you stated you peered into the ethereal plane. Correct? Correct, yes, yes, I looked into the ethereal. Everybody kind of fixates on the ring just to see if it tightens or if there's any sort of flinch or anything. You go on to state that you noticed somebody obfuscated in the material plane, but nevertheless present, watching and... Seemingly doing nothing. So the Dracohydra was making its presence uh, magnificently so in the sample. The Viscount nods. And the automatons, which were... Crude and useless? Yes, um, I would agree. Malfunctioning. And this figure, instead of helping the city, first of all did nothing, then it stared uncomfortably long at me, and then it ran away, and then it came back at the end when all the dust had settled to congratulate us with a somewhat tight or tense or maybe disappointed, you might say, tone in their voice that we once again had saved the city. And that was Lieutenant Sebastian. And again, everybody watches to see the ring do something. To put it in uh, Visagian, Jacques. <laughs> <laughs> the Viscount... Ah, oh, I, I see you are... <gasps> uh, speak a little. <laughs> 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 uh, sorry, the, 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 the accent there wasn't quite right uh, It's more broken Visagian that I speak oh, I, I, I see Ajalius It is your belief That the Figure in the ethereal plane That was watching and observing And Lieutenant Sebastian Are one and the same it is my fully formed belief that that is the case, yes. Would you just spit it out, Mary, lad, Sebastian, good egg or bad egg? Uh, uh, the baddest egg. If you were to put an egg at the end of, like, a race course, um, <laughs> it would be a rotten, spoiled egg. How do I give you de-inspiration? <laughs> you just do it. <laughs> if you want to pass the ring around and ask people, do they believe me... <laughs> A simple yes or no question that might just get a bit of quorum. I sort of I don't I'm not judge, jury, and executioner. I I do believe in democracy, even though we are a monarchy. Um, <laughs> but you know, jury of the people. Dreyfus and Marigold kind of regard each other, and they look to Reedy and Oren. It is a little odd that Sebastian's not here. Probably checking on the tunnels underneath the sample, if you ask me. Kimmy, and he just kind of like 
like kind of fingers points gestures at some of the guards and they know go look for him uh well it's not looking good for Sebastian uh oh that's one line Viscount chap the lads in Capazanville were looking at that as well I'm not necessarily like Mary and he's kind of shifting you're obviously aware of the protests outside the temple before the games and throughout the city the last number of weeks. The automatons, we believe they may have been sabotaged by some what? protests. What? No. <laughs> Holy shit, you guys are really on top of it, aren't you? And is that a country close to visage, sabotage? <laughs> I will not stand. <laughs> yeah, the two guards leave the room and there is just this kind of awkwardness in the air. We are going to be bringing in some of the representatives of the protest. You know Kappa's grandson, Bobo. Oh, oh boy. Um, no, Bobo. <laughs> oh, Bobo. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I have DM inspiration. <laughs> That's so- you are going to regret it. <laughs> uh, AJ thinks to the petition that he was handed, and I don't think ever delivered because he went on a date with Fia. <laughs> <laughs> um, Correct. That was meant to go to an office somewhere. <laughs> Whoopsie. That's probably somewhere. I'm sure it's fine. Uh, oh boy. Well, I'll hold my hands up. We did forget the medals. But we're like, we'll do something after the ball. We'll get you something lovely. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. You can just give us money. <laughs> can we do cash? Uh, I can. Amari is just like, this stage, yeah, sure. Coupons. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, oh, uh, since uh, AJ, fine lad, uh, single. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> Perpetually. <laughs> Since uh, himself is so involved with ye, amicably, platonically involved uh, with the three of yourselves, we, we were talking and he gestures around the table. Uh, well, the three, the, th- the three lads and myself, uh, not the Viscount uh, chap. And he gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, AJ, I love you like a son, but you can't be guarding them. And not be guarding yourself. So we got you, the four of you, a new guard. She's a greenhorn, but she's pretty impressive. She comes from good stock, and she was all that was available because <laughs> Marigold has everybody running laps for the ball. Marigold just not. Yes, um, Lady Goldbarrel was briefly in my employment as a handmaid but we felt it better to shift her focus and employment and presence away from me and more into a line of work suitable for a lady of her so she's a guard now (laughs) she's on probation so really uh, quite a delightful and she'll meet you at your common room. Uh, we've asked her to 
to wait. Um, she will, of course, be available should you have any questions about formal etiquette at a gala. Ajalius, of course, fully versed Night Scout Academy graduate, top of his class. I never bring that up. <laughs> There's a portrait of you hanging in. <laughs> I don't need to. I'm everywhere. <laughs> Anything that you need, she will, of course, be available to you 24-7. Rumor has it she doesn't sleep. Pretty sure she was outside my room, breathing heavily. <laughs> anyway, I have, we all have, uh, a number of things to do. We are, we will await Sebastian's presence. Uh, and of course, we will question him with the full authority of his royal majesty. Dreyfus is already flicking through a catalogue of outfits for the ball. Rita's kind of leaning over her shoulder. There's quick rooms everywhere. Uh, she's Lee also kind of yeah she's just she's also on like half remember that one uh, that's cute Mar- Marigold is just like okay so the city is yours of course for the next couple of days uh, the Masks of Winter ball uh, is five days from now we have noticed how much you enjoyed your flapping bottoms costumes and we have been fortunate enough that Olga wasn't killed in the sample, and she kind of eyes the Viscount. The situation marks it so that Olga is available to the four of you, should you have any requests for a suitable wardrobe for the ball. That is formal. Brunch some mud off my boots and lean back. <laughs> Dreyfus is nose deep in the book uh, with me. I think we're good for now. Great, so we'll just take our money and, and go then. <laughs> Coupons? No, I think I think you said money. Remember, because you've already let us down once with the, the lack of medals. And also, I was getting attacked during the event. So I'd say, what, a hundred gold pieces each? Minimum. I'm sure the city coffers can spare... 400 gold pieces. Oh, I'm good. I don't think I... 300 yeah, I'll yeah. take his... 300. Yeah, we can split that. Yeah, we can split that. So, 133. Oh, actually, could you send mine to Robert's family and maybe to the duck pond? Oh. Oh, wonderful. We, we can have a bench put in place. What a way to lead by example. I mean, he's got it covered. So. Yeah, I mean, it's like yeah. how many benches are going to make? That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Too many benches. Spend the rest on bread. It's a lot of bread. And you shouldn't actually feed ducks bread. That's the... It's true, yeah. yeah they, they explode. Mm. Mm. Pate. They like kind of like Robert. Mm. Marigold is horrified. The Count is noting that you shouldn't feed... He's like, oh, God. That might be a <laughs> diplomatic incident. Um, oh, uh, you need this back. Uh, that's... I was wondering why I was saying those things about the ducks. Uh, of course. And she... The guard approaches. Are we going to get a call when Sebastian arrives? I mean, it would only be fair for us to be present. I'll interrogate if you want. <laughs> we have Can the Veritas ring festa if we need your... Yep. Tact. Yep. Of course. Also, I have this wonderful ploy at the ball to put on a play, reenacting the events of his crime. <laughs> and when he sees it, he'll be so stricken with guilt, he'll confess right there. The yes, ring isn't yes, on yes, your yes, finger yes. anymore, AJ. You can stop. I uh, was whispering, <laughs> stage whispering, <laughs> so he shouldn't be able to hear me. He's just setting himself up to go, speak the speech, I pray you, as I pronounce it to you, <laughs> trippingly on the tongue. I do not saw the end, that's... <laughs> Inspiration? 
you can't set him up. <laughs> can and will. <laughs> Thank you. Of course, if you would like to be present when Sebastian's here, you are more than welcome to attend. She doesn't say she's not going to engage the four of you any further. Yeah, you're just going to scoot out the door. Yeah. Are we all going back to the common room and stuff with this? Yeah. Can I sneak away? The Earth Ganassi Guard is waiting outside to take you back to the common room to meet Bernadette Goldbarrow. But you, Fia, want to... I want to sneak away. I want to get away because AJ said he wanted to talk to me and I just want to get away and get out of that castle for a while. Okay. So you... Uh, give me a stealth check. Oh, 30. <laughs> oh my god. So again, nobody has a passive perception of... 31? No, unfortunately. No, no. AJ, if we doubled your passive perception because it's related to fear, what would it be? 32. <laughs> you see fear slip away. Oh. Only specifically be only AJ. Yeah. And it is that thing of, it's that... He's Ivan, got like a homing beacon on me, like yeah, he knows but, my presence if they see even behind him kind of thing. Yeah, Hephaestus kind of lost in her angry thoughts and imagining what outfit she's going to wear to the ball ivan is counting his money in his head uh account so yes Uh. but yeah aj you do see fia slip away the earth ganassi guard kind of like just gives the the three of you the nod and he turns and he heads towards the common room fia you slip away no one's following you the guards kind of just salute you you pass squads of maids and servants butlers guards all assembling and kind of busying themselves carrying all sorts of boxes and crates and bags and burlap sacks the whole lot of it in and out of the castle I just out my backpack I pull out uh, a cloak just to kind of put around my shoulders and cover my face yeah so you're just going to get lost in, in the, the crowd, in the crowd. Yeah, okay yeah. so you're and you're, you're just literally going out for some air yes that's all it yeah the three of you are led back to your common room you see that the door is already Ajar, Bernie, what are you doing in the common room of the Galeshire Heroes? Snooping. <laughs> Snooping. Are you looking for anything? Are you just going? No, just, just like you know, rifling through <laughs> things on the desk and like having a look through the wardrobe. Stealthily or like? No. Okay, so you're literally just pulling stuff out. No, I'm not. Like I'm just. Oh, like wandering around the common okay. room just being like opening drawers yeah being like okay. oh what's in here okay alright you you can hear a noise coming from inside the common room the doors to your rooms are all open and from Ivan's room you can hear the sound of rummaging and rustling hello oh you are back yes well how'd it go who are you? Oh, Bernie. Why are you in my room? Uh, checking for threats. Find anything? Um, some questionable trousers, but that's about it. Can, can you get, get out, please? <laughs> what's that? You just hear a drawer close. <laughs> <laughs> you hear pants being pulled up. <laughs> They're real. You're not good at looking at these pants. <laughs> Emerging from Ivan's room, you see a halfling woman in 
some sort of definitely handmade, definitely not regulation, Galeshire city guard slash handmade uniform. What does Bernie Gold Barrel look like? She's a halfling. Her top half is like the corset and shirt of a handmaiden. And then the bottom half is like leathers and steel cap boots. And she's got a rapier on her side and a shock of red curly hair. No, she's small. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I wasn't expecting it. You have sort of a, a your voice led me to believe you were taller. <laughs> I get that a lot. You have a tall voice. Thank you. Oh, God, I've lost one already. It happens. Don't worry about it. Well, where is she? Uh, it's none of your business. <laughs> it's it's kind right. of my whole job. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's kind of your whole job. <laughs> What happened to this guy? Classic day one. <laughs> wow. I heard you were nice. I am. You could have fooled me. I, I would never try to fool you. <laughs> she just turns to Ephesus and is like, is he always like this? I don't really know. <laughs> no, but actually, where where is Via? I, I don't know. She went, she, um, she's like around. She's like around. So. Well, how am I supposed to teach us to dance? Uh, sorry, what? <sighs> oh, yeah. So part of the whole guarding you guys, I have to also teach you a minuet because you're going to be performing at the ball. I can already dance. We'll prove it. Do you have a maypole? No, it's not. No. <laughs> you, I would give you inspiration, but you can't clock anymore. <laughs> well, how am I supposed to dance without a maypole? Well, there are other dances. Huh? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Trust me, I'd rather be on a pole too. <laughs> <sighs> My kind of woman! <laughs> well, do you guys want to learn or? I also know how to dance. A minuet? Uh, and a stampy? No. What? Why are we not doing the stampy this year? That's just not what I was told to teach is, okay? It's my first day. I'm not going to be branching out just yet. From one guard of this bunch to another, just let them wander. It's just going to hurt. It's going to cause you hassle if you don't. So. He tried to fight us. Now he is one of us. Yeah. So. Can't beat him. <laughs> I'm going to be part of your gang? No. No. Oh, no. no oh. It's actually we're kind of type four. <laughs> well, what do you want to do then? Be left alone. No. Would it make you feel better if like you, you showed one of us the, what's this new dance? Minuet. Minuet. Sounds small. What are you trying to say? <laughs> uh, oh, sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Oh, oh my God. Um, I'll dance with you. Oh, Okay. She looks at she looks at Ivan. Yeah, fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll do. You can take it off your list of things to take off. Ugh. She reaches into her back pocket and takes <laughs> out the list, crosses off, teach them to dance. Give me a performance check, AJ. And Bernie, give me a roll of a d20 with advantage. Eight. <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> Right, so you're... You learned a thing or two anyway, yeah, Bernie. You start doing it in a stampe. Uh, like it's the 
AJ's AJ lead, you're meant to teach him a minuet and you end up doing the estampe. So you all know how now like watching mm. you will be able to perform an estampe. Great. It is one of the most raucous, sexiest dance. There's a lot of just stepping forward and turning. This is and way, maybe a clap. way more fun than I thought it would be. <laughs> Great, are we done? Yeah, but I'm just going to hang out because, honestly, I need the hours. Could you hang out, like, outside the door and, like, guard our, our, our rooms from there? Uh, out there. Got any snacks? Professor just frantically looks around. Is there like leftover bread or something? There is. There's like breakfast. I just hand her all the leftovers. I just like pick up the board and pass it over. I think think there was a bowl of Noel scratchings there somewhere. Um, (laughs) Okay, well, if you need me, just shout. Will do. You're doing a great job, by the way. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to meet you, actually. As she's talking, I like slam the doors (laughs) behind her. Keep up the good work. Is there anything particular you want to do in the city, Fia? It's just, it's getting air. I think when she does stop walking, she spends her time sitting in the old castle back where her and AJ had their date, and she's just just running through everything from the last few weeks, last few months, all through her head. The evening kind of rolls by you, uh, and it's one of those things where you just kind of plank yourself down and time just seems to just move by without you any without you noticing it at all and it's one of the things where when you do look up what was an afternoon a fresh afternoon sky with a bit of a chill in the air has now become quite dark and there is a closing time oh yeah um sorry sorry and i get up to to leave Weren't you with the fella the last time? No, this is my first time here. Sorry, I think you got the wrong person and I bowled. Oh, oh. oh. And you're scooting. I'll scoot back then into the castle and just slowly make my way back into the into the wing that we're in. Just to, I want to peek in and if there's any, like just avoid anyone who's in there, go straight to my room. As you are kind of making your way back in through the, the, the palace grounds, again, the guards don't stop you. They, they see you, they recognize you, they nod. And as you enter the main doors of the palace and you move towards the wing that you've been assigned your rooms in, you round the corner and immediately you walk straight into somebody. I am. Oh, I'm so no, sorry. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, so, I, oh, I, I, I should have uh, looked where I was going. And there's kind of a, a scattering of small pages. Uh, oh, oh uh, they don't ex- help uh, start picking them up. Give me a deck save. 24. You scoop down and then they scoop down and their head bumps off of yours. Oh, oh I'm so sorry. Uh, I, but you were already kind of picking up the pages. It's a pirate queen of the Black Lagoon. You recognize just kind of like page 67. You you know it by heart. And as you look up, you're staring at the Shader Kai from the Semple. Oh, it's... Oh! Hi! 
attempt at recording the outro to this episode because I started rambling and I needed to stop. You've been listening to Romancing the Dungeon. I'm Declan. You've been listening to Amber, Sam, Louise, Ben, and Eilish. We're back in two weeks' time for another episode. As always, a big thank you to Ghost Red Mountain for our theme song, Haunted. Title card and artwork is by Roth is redacted, so do check those two amazing features out on social media. Another episode in two weeks' time. We're very close to the finale. I am not going to tease you. I, that's why I've had to take three attempts to record because it just got very teasy and I'm not fair. But the finale is just around the corner. I promise I'm not edging the audience. That's the working theory, apparently. Check us out on social media at D8 Dungeon. Uh, on all of the social media platforms. We've a new show over on twitch.tv forward slash D8 Dungeon Beyond Horizon's Edge. Come hang out with us every second Monday. We are returning to Saving Grace very, very soon. Random DMs is just finishing and a new Random DMs will be starting soon enough. And there's talks that a certain night Scout and I will be joining forces for a little mini thing that we will do together as a live stream. Nope, nope, nope. I have to probably put more detail... Ben and I are going to do a show together on DMing. There. That's what we're going to do. I think that's enough. I think I should shut up. I'm not recording a fort one of these. Louise, you just have to put it out there. I'm so sorry. Back in two weeks' time. We'll see you then. I'm also really just kind of really soaking in the fact that Declan's really annoyed that I remembered a thing. <laughs> what did you remember? The ring. The ring. Oh yeah, that's cool. Okay, yeah. I'm just really happy you did Good that. job, Tim. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking four years in. <laughs> <laughs> this dice trade, I think, has changed. <laughs> <laughs>